Is there something wrong? Warning. Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist, on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw, on True Social Success Alchemist, and on Telegram, US, UK Patriot. Today is the 30th of September, 2023, and the title of today's show is Red October, Nazi World Order, and Money Wars. So it's been another week of uh, lots and lots of things going on. It's always a challenge as I'm planning the show to decide what I can actually include. So this week is no exception to that. But I've kind of gone for some of the bigger picture uh, articles and news this week. Obviously, you know, the individual events all contribute to that big picture. But I think it's always helpful to to see that bigger picture, to see how all these things fit together. So this week, again, I'm going to start with Ben Fulford's report, which, as I say, every week is is produced or published every Monday. So this was from the 25th. And of course, as always, we've had a lot going on since then. So, of course, that'll be reported in next week's. Uh, report and next week's Cosmic Creating Show. The title of this week's report is It Really Will Be a Red October This Year. And that's interesting because as I was saving this project, as I always do uh, at various intervals, so it's all saved for um, uploading to the radio station. It's interesting that there was a another show I did back in 2021 called Red October, which uh, I hadn't actually remembered. I'm not surprised, though. Um, and if if you remember, Q referenced the hunt for Red October. And that's interesting that um, Ben Fulford should pick up on that. I, I can't remember if he has made any particular commentary about the Q movement, but the fact that he's using that term in his article or in his report, I find quite interesting. So <clears throat> this is the meat of the report. Something fundamental has changed at the highest levels of power in the West. The signs are everywhere. The U.S. government is being shut down. The traitor Mark Milley is resigning as head of the Pentagon at the end of this week. The Pentagon will do some major house cleaning when General Charles Q. Brown takes over on October 1st, CIA sources say. The mass-murdering Russian Chabad agent Vladimir Zelensky left Washington empty-handed. Rupert Murdoch and Michael Bloomberg are resigning and much more. A big sign of change is the public release of documents showing the COVID-19 pandemic was a U.S. Department of Defense operation dating back to President Barack Obama. The Pentagon controlled the COVID-19 program from the very beginning and everything we were told was political theater to cover it up right down to the FDA vaccine approval. All officials involved, starting with the traitor Mark Milley, will be executed for war crimes, Pentagon sources promise. Also, under the surface, MI6 has given the green light for nuclear attacks on Washington, D.C., Geneva and Tel Aviv, unless the perpetrators of the vaccine mass murder are rounded up to face war crimes tribunals. I find that a little hard to believe, because why would they murder innocent people. 
rather than just taking out the people who have actually perpetrated these war crimes. I don't know. We'll see. MI6 further says the President of Ireland and King Charles III have been ordered to appear on BBC to say they have been arrested and summarily fired. If this does not happen, the public head of MI6, Richard Moore, says they will, quote, do whatever is needed, but legally. This came after the fake, according to Mossad, Britain's King Charles III attended a dinner with former juvenile male prostitute and Rothschild slave president Emmanuel Macron, where each of the 160 guests was given a bottle of wine worth €2,772 at the expense of French taxpayers. Interesting that Mossad reports on King Charles being a fake because I've noticed a major difference in the last what couple of years, I suppose, when he was interviewed on the BBC, I think it was. Um, it was obvious it was not the real King Charles. He looked completely different. Anyway, on we go. When we confronted them with evidence of a fake King Charles and a fake Pope Francis presiding over war crimes, the P2, Farnese and Orsini families said the people behind this were Yehuda Tektal, Aaron Teitelbaum and Ricardo de Segni, the chief rabbis of Berlin, New York and Rome. If this is true, then these people are Satanists and not Jews because they are breaking the golden rule of doing unto others as you would have others do unto you. We also asked our FSB sources if the chief rabbi of Moscow was involved. The answer was, it's complicated. When asked for details, they explained powerful factions in Russia centered around the Satanist Dmitry Medvedev are obeying the death cult Shabbat and pushing for all-out nuclear war. The Chinese Lotus Freemasons, whose 55 million person membership includes President Xi Jinping, say criminal charges need to be filed against government officials involved in the COVID and vaccine mass murder. The Chinese also know the biolab laboratory in Wuhan belongs to Glaxo, Glaxo is the owner of Pfizer. Pfizer is managed by BlackRock and BlackRock manages the Soros Foundation and thus the Octagon Group in Switzerland. Other Asian secret societies are also aware of this. The Lotus Freemasons say their own research into the COVID attack confirms a virus was leaked from a US-owned laboratory in Wuhan. This was then used as an excuse to inject people around the world with a, quote, degraded vaccine. The Lotus Freemasons further say they are looking into the evidence Wuhan was attacked with electromagnetic weapons and will get back to us on that. They add the white hats around the world are on the move. These people will all be arrested. You will start to see more and more reports of arrests around the world. In an early sign of this, the U.S. government scrapped funding for the Wuhan Institute of Virology after the facility didn't fork over documents about safety and security. Also speaking of arrests, here you can watch Israeli ambassador to the U.N., Gilad Erdan, being detained last Tuesday at U.N. headquarters. And that's referring to a video included in the report. Next week, criminal charges will be filed against the Japanese slave government, other Asian underworld sources say. If Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and all members of the Japanese government involved in vaccine crimes are not arrested, the Asian underground will take action, the sources say. Readers can help in this process by personally filing murder charges against officials involved in pushing the vaccines with, within their local police jurisdictions. Police will be forced to act once they are shown evidence the vaccines are harmful and do not protect against COVID. Countries that vaccinated their populations more than twice had excess mortality ranging from 6 to 20%. The largest autopsy study in the world revealed the shocking statistic that 73.9% of deaths among vaccinated are caused by the vaccine. Countries that did not vaccinate had normal mortality rates. 
Also, it has been scientifically proven that people who received a COVID-19 booster were more likely to become infected when compared to unvaccinated people. In other words, it has now been scientifically proven the vaccines were mass murder. If the local police fail to take action, force them into action by telling them you are legally entitled to personally arrest the officials involved and will do so. If readers need legal help, they can contact lawyers such as the group of international lawyers now fighting the World Harm Organization. Since the Khazarian Mafia control grid relies on compromising only the top people, this sort of mass evidence-based legal action against local vaccine-pushing doctors and officials will force the removal of compromised leaders. We are already seeing signs that top Khazarian puppet leaders are preparing to flee. For example, Canadian security intelligence service officials tell us the mass murderer Justin Castrido is planning to flee to Costa Rica. Our sources in Costa Rica say Castrido personally flew in with his private jet a few weeks ago to inspect properties. He is definitely looking for a safe place to run when he has to flee Canada, the sources say. Castrido displayed his criminality to the world last week by inviting an actual Nazi SS officer to speak to the Canadian Parliament. He also hosted the war criminal and mass-murdering Russian Chabad agent Vladimir Zelensky to speak there. He is now an international pariah thanks in large part to a fight he is waging against India. After being accused by India's government of supporting terrorism in Khalistan, he tried to turn the tables by accusing India of murdering a Sikh activist in Canada this past June. Not even close Canadian allies like the UK and the US supported him in this. And it's got a tweet um, from Brahma Chalani. India has officially labelled Canada an international terrorist sanctuary, a safe haven for terrorists, for extremists and for organised crime, in the words of the Ministry of External Affairs spokesperson. The criminal idiot then tried to up the ante by having Sukdul Singh, a man wanted for murder in India, shot dead in Winnipeg, Canada, and attempted to blame this on India as well. CSIS sources say Singh was killed by, quote, hired assassins doing Castrudeau's work, end quote. Things have escalated to the point where Canadians are banned from visiting India and Indian TV is threatening to nuke Canada. Now this criminal appears to be planning a pipeline emergency in northern Alberta. Municipal District of Greenview, number 16. Greenview was invited to attend a full-scale emergency exercise with the West Regional Response Team with Pembina Pipeline Corporation. The Director of Emergency Management joined municipal counterparts from the town of Whitecourt, Woodlands County and County of Lack, St Anne, to observe and provide feedback on the exercise. Canadians are not fooled by this man anymore, as you can see by the welcome Zelensky and Trudeau got last week. And there's a video included, and the caption says, Zelensky met protesters in Canada. He was told he is not welcome. It is now looking like Canadian farmers will follow up on their trucker buddies by descending on Ottawa and, and forcing this criminal to finally flee. Of course, he will be hunted down and brought to justice no matter where on this planet he tries to hide. As crazy as Canada now seems, the situation is far worse in the United States. For example, the US government is running out of money and due to shut down at the end of this month, even though it was supposed to have, quote, secured financing until January 2025, end quote. It appears they were just cooking the books and got caught. My former colleagues at Forbes report the US government cannot account for $21 trillion worth of treasuries. As Tucker Carlson comments, our system is collapsing in real time. We're watching this happen. If you read the American media, it is stories about Kim Kardashian and lots of irrelevant crap about trannies and all this stuff. Now, CIA sources inform us something big is going down. 
They may be planning for their joint next move in October if the fake Biden circus show cannot make the payments due by 15th of October. In a hint of what sort of stunt they may pull off, the Biden administration is paying illegal immigrants to fly directly from their hometowns into a U.S. city of their choice. These are almost entirely military-aged men who are given IDs upon arrival. Nonetheless, the Joe Biden circus show is definitely coming to an end. For example, a video has emerged online of what many now believe to be an actor portraying Biden, exiting via a back parking lot with no secret service. If you haven't figured it out by now, Biden is compromised and he weaponized his DOJ to cover up his breadth of criminality. In the video included... Attorney General Merrick Garland refuses to comment on the potential of Hunter Biden selling his art in exchange for policy decisions. Now Hunter Biden is to appear in court on October 3rd on gun charges. In case you don't think the current US corporation needs to be bankrupted, note that as things stand, the nation's approximately 1.3 million active duty troops will stop getting paid in October. These troops already live in sewer-infested housing. Meanwhile, at Baltimore City Public Schools, the country's fourth most funded school system, 40% of Baltimore City high schools where the state exam was given did not have any students score proficient in maths, not one student. Then, as a Chinese foreign ministry spokeswoman notes, the US, home to 5% of the world's population, consumes 80% of the world's drugs. The country is a black hole. Also, one of many signs Donald Trump will replace Biden, more and more proof of a stolen 2020 election is emerging. For example, Wayne County, Michigan, never lawfully certified its 2020 presidential election results, potentially making Donald Trump the winner. There was a minimum of three signatures required on the certification and there were only two signatures, and that's shown in a screenshot. More and more public calls are being made for the Biden show to end. For example, the British paper Telegraph says, Joe Biden is becoming dangerous. Remove him now before it's too late. In a clear sign the wind has changed in the US, Vladimir Zelensky showed up in Washington asking for $24 billion and left empty-handed. Here are some comments by prominent US politicians about Zelensky. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Is Zelensky elected to Congress? Is he our president? I don't think I have to commit anything. I have questions for him. Uh, I would just add a side note that McCarthy was going to remove the Ukraine funding from this uh, funding bill that was going through the House. And then he, he about-faced and left it in. So I don't think we can trust Mr. McCarthy, but no surprise there. Do not be deceived by Zelensky. This is Senator Rand Paul. Ukraine is corrupt. They've cancelled the elections. They banned the political parties. They've invaded churches. They've arrested priests. So no, it isn't a democracy. It's a corrupt regime. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Zelensky is back in Washington this week to beg for the American people's hard-earned tax dollars. Meanwhile, we just learned of even more money laundering happening in Ukraine. This time, the beneficiaries are Bill and Hillary Clinton. Wherever there's corruption, there's Bill and Hillary. Another commentator noted, Zelensky visited the US in person, made a speech at the UN and came home with an amount of ammo so small the Pentagon won't give numbers and a handful of the worst air defence systems currently in use by a major power. In the army, we call this getting thrown under the bus. Even the corporate propaganda press has changed its tune. After blaming Russia, the New York Times has been forced to report a missile that hit a crowded market in Ukraine was caused by a missile fired by Ukraine. Meanwhile, Rupert Murdoch has announced he is stepping down as chairman of Fox and News Corp, while Michael Bloomberg announced he is retiring from the newswire named after him. 
Hopefully now Bloomberg and Fox reporters can return to reporting the truth. This change has been noticed overseas. Washington has given its partners the go-ahead to dump Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky as he has become a nuisance. Belarusian leader Alexander Lukashenko claimed during a government meeting on Friday. Right on cue, Polish Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki, I've no idea if that's the right pronunciation, said Poland will no longer arm Ukraine to focus on its own defence. Polish intelligence also noted the EU is tired of drunk Ukrainian refugees. They sent us this picture. The caption reads, We only sell alcohol to people with German or EU documents. To see how out of touch with reality the EU leadership is getting, EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen warns Russia threatens to use nuclear weapons once again. Meanwhile, as Zelensky was shunned, the people behind the farce, like the Clintons, the fake Pope Francis and their Black Rock Front, were all gathered in Ukraine hoping to get more money. They are actually in Ukraine to try to avoid arrest and child sex trafficking charges, Mossad sources say. After being rejected in Washington, Zelensky attended a secret meeting in New York City with the nation's top financiers, including private equity bosses at J.P. Morgan, Google and Blackstone. Media mogul Michael Bloomberg, ex-Google CEO Eric Schmidt, billionaire Robert Kraft and diplomat Henry Kissinger. Zelensky emerged from the meeting to ask Satanist Marina Abramovich to be the Ukrainian ambassador. For newbies, here's satanic witch and influencer Marina Abramovich pouring real clotted blood over a child's effigy. She's good friends with the Rothschilds, Clintons, Podesta, Gates and about 90% of the celebrities and elites. These people are evil and psychotic, and that refers to a video that's included. The Jews are also waking up to the satanic criminals pretending to be their rulers. Last week, somebody leaked 70,000 pages of top-secret Israeli documents to Iran, according to Iranian sources. These include all the judicial archives of Israel related to the criminal case against Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. One of these documents tells about the relapse of Netanyahu and his wife Sarah's illness, the sources say. They add, a very important point is that the top secret information in Iran's possession can endanger the security of the Israeli regime. This happened just as Syrian President Bashar Assad arrived in China on Thursday on his first visit to the country since the start of Syria's 12-year conflict. It looks like something is going to happen to or in as Israel soon. Change has already started in the rest of the world, most notably Africa. Last week, the Republic of the Congo became the latest country to overthrow a corrupt neo-colonial regime. At the UN, African leaders excoriated the Khazarian mafia-led West, The head of the Central African Republic on Thursday accused the West of triggering a migration crisis by pillaging Africa's natural resources through slavery and colonization. The president of Ghana, Nana Akufo-Addo, accused the colonizers of building an empire on the tragedy of Africans. Reparations for the slave trade must be paid. It is time for Europe and the United States to recognise that the enormous wealth they enjoy comes from the sweat, tears, blood and horrors of the transatlantic slave trade and centuries of colonial exploitation. The Europeans, for their part, are starting to overthrow millennia of slavery. We are seeing an end to this madness. The American people have had enough, as have most Europeans, Mossad sources said. They sent us this video about how the Israeli secret services infiltrated the Palestinians and warned this is exactly what they do in all other countries as well. They are an intelligent and sophisticated cancer. Its removal will require much work, both delicate and fierce. People are fighting back. In Europe, activists known as Blade Runners, and what he's referring to is in Greater London, 
are destroying all the ULES traffic cameras. And ULES is referring to the ultra-low emission zones where they're charging people with cars that don't comply with these emission standards, £12.50 a day to actually enter these zones, which is daylight robbery. In the US, opposition to doctors who kidnap children for medical purposes is growing across the country. However, the Khazarian Mafia is not going to go quietly into the night. A sign of this was the speech by the actor pretending to be Biden at the UN. Nowhere is cooperation with China more critical than accelerating the climate crisis. We see it everywhere. Record-breaking heat waves in the United States and China, wildfires ravaging North America and Southern Europe, a fifth year of drought in the Horn of Africa, tragic, tragic flooding in Libya that has killed thousands of people. We need to build new partnerships to unlock trillions of additional financing. UN Chief Guterres also chimed in by later saying, humanity has opened the gates of hell. Translation, hand over trillions of dollars or we will unleash more weather warfare. The United Nations, by the way, has published a document saying children can consent to sex with adults. The UN is full of pedophiles, wrote former NHL star and Canadian Olympian Theo Fleury on Twitter. Let us all work together to put a definitive end to the horror show of the Western ruling class. So if you look at it from the point of view of, you know, these things being exposed and the world rising up against this regime, I think it's very encouraging. You know, more and more um, truth is coming to light. I read a substack which went into the history of the infiltration of the US and the world after the World War II by Nazis. And we're seeing in Ukraine that the Azov uh, battalion, obviously, is still a Nazi setup. And, of course, we had the Canadian government giving a standing ovation to an ex-Nazi uh, officer. And I've got a follow-on to this, Nazi World Order, which is from Forbidden Knowledge TV. Last February, we saw the tip of the deep state's narcotics trafficking iceberg and the shocking infiltration of the Sinaloa drug cartel into U.S. politics and other U.S. institutions when we were presented with overwhelming evidence that many Arizona politicians have been corrupted by Sinaloa drug cartel money, including Governor Katie Hobbs, who was found together with her husband to have been laundering Sinaloa cartel money through fake deeds and mortgages since 1997 and as recently as September 2022. Other elected and appointed officials found to possess these falsified real estate deeds include U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema, Arizona's current Secretary of State, the entire city government of Mesa, Arizona, three of the five members of Maricopa County's Board of Supervisors, several judges, plus two of the principals at Runback Election Services. These preliminary findings of a years-long investigation were entered into the public record on February 23rd during the jaw-dropping testimony by Jacqueline Brezier before the Arizona State Senate and House Joint Committee on Election Oversight entitled Preliminary Findings of Activities Impacting Arizona's Election Integrity with specific focus on the 2020 and 2022 general elections. Shortly after Brezier's bombshell testimony before the Arizona State Congress at the invitation of Liz Harris, the deep state went ballistic, smearing everyone involved. On April 12, 2023, Harris was expelled from the legislature by a 46-13 vote for damaging the integrity of the House. Insurance agent Jacqueline Brezier is the lead investigator of John Thaler's law firm's investigation into multi-state racketeering and corruption 
that has uncovered the complete infiltration of parts of the U.S. government by the Sinaloa cartel, which in turn is controlled by the CIA, and which, don't forget, was founded in 1947 after World War II with the help of Nazi spy chief Lieutenant General Reinhard Gellin, who also helped to found West Germany's Federal Intelligence Service. Drug and human trafficking have been the lifeblood of the deep state for centuries, Since the fall of the Third Reich, underground Nazi operations worldwide have been funded with Bolivian cocaine via former Gestapo chief Klaus Barbie and Pablo Escobar. Just as importantly, cocaine, heroin and other drugs were weaponized to destroy America. It could be said that the Nazis are the founders of the same illicit international cocaine trade that has morphed into this leviathan that is now perched to devour our country whole. With over 100,000 Americans dying annually from fentanyl poisoning as we send hundreds of billions of US taxpayer money to finance the Nazis in Ukraine, and as the Canadian Parliament gives standing ovations to a former officer of the Nazi Waffen-SS. L. Todd Wood at Creative Destruction Media writes, Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau apologised for honouring a veteran of the SS division, Galicina, in Parliament during President Zelensky's visit to the country. He called what happened a monstrous insult to the memory of the victims of the Holocaust and other victims of Nazism. However, this terrible mistake is politicised by Russia and those who support it and is used to spread false propaganda, noted the Canadian Prime Minister. Perhaps Trudeau should tell the truth that thousands of Ukrainian Nazis were relocated to Canada after World War II. Perhaps he should name them and ask them to leave. Perhaps Trudeau should start with his own cabinet and ask for the resignation of the woman who has openly supported Ukrainian nationalist demonstrations in Canada, the woman who froze grandma's bank accounts for supporting the truckers, the woman whose last name is adopted and a Nazi slogan from West Ukraine, free the land, otherwise known as Galicina. America has its own Nazis. Rumours abound that former CIA director George Bush's Zapata oil platforms in the Gulf of Mexico were used as drop-offs, where vast quantities of cocaine were then shipped into the US in petroleum tankers during the 1980s, fueling the crack epidemic. And let's not forget that Bush was the first U.S. envoy to communist China where he initiated the coordinated demolition of U.S. manufacturing. Bonus points for him being implicated in the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. The Bush cabal is still trying to destroy Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, even though he was acquitted of all 16 bogus charges in their attempt to impeach him. Nazi war criminals became high-ranking commanders in NATO after World War II and the World Economic Forum are a bunch of literally Nazis. Klaus Schwab, whose father was managing director of a Nazi model company involved in the Nazi atomic bomb program, joined a CIA-funded course at Harvard in 1967, leading to the creation of the World Economic Forum. Are you getting the sense that we haven't been told the true history of the 20th century? Big Pharma is Nazi and the COVID pandemic and death shot appear to be a botched Nazi holocaust of the entire human race. As I've said, we've been lied to about so much about how to even see and understand things down the most fundamental physics that describes our universe, that once this war is over, it will take humanity at least a century to dig out of our own misguided cognitive maps of reality and of how anything works. You can't understand your present unless you understand your past. And it really looks like we have all been at the effect of a clandestine criminal Nazi world order since the end of World War II and that one of the forms this is taking is in the Mexican drug cartel's control of swathes of the US government. The Sinaloa cartel has hacked into Arizona government databases so they can delete documents and add forged documents at will. 
Jacqueline Brescia said several hundred such falsified documents had been uploaded since 2015, including falsified default judgments, criminal restitution orders, child support orders, all of these used in swatting activities on individuals posing a threat to their racketeering activities. These are not street gang drug peddler tactics. These are intelligence agency tactics that remind me of the claims of the late U.S. Senate candidate for Maryland, John McGreevy, who said that the late DNC employee Seth Rich had unknowingly stumbled onto a similar scheme being run by corrupt federal officials operating out of the Baltimore office of the DOJ under Rod Rosenstein. McGreevy claimed this Baltimore group had been tampering and altering the DNC's emails throughout the course of the Obama administration in order to control its members. They had also been getting dirt or manufacturing and planting dirt against Title III judges and they had been spying on Hillary's private server almost as soon as it went live, he said. This story also ties in with the claims of Patrick Byrne who has been a government informant and impromptu agent for decades and who claims that he was sent out to bribe Hillary Clinton with $80 million so that James Comey and John Brennan and Barack Obama could blackmail her while she was in office. John McGreevy said Rod Rosenstein hired a couple of crooked DEA and ATF operatives, not MS-13 as often claimed, to murder Seth Rich and take his thumb drive containing the DNC server data that they knew he always carried on his person because he feared his DNC email breach would reveal this blackmail operation. Seth Rich's murder had nothing to do with WikiLeaks as far as McGreevy knew. The Sinaloa cartel has similarly penetrated the University of Arizona databases and they can make someone appear to have taken courses they didn't take. They can award academic credentials to people, creating, for example, fake attorneys and fake doctors. They can also award academic credentials to non-existent phantom people in order to flesh out their fake identities. These phantom identities are then used in these money laundering schemes. It has been purported by Sidney Powell and others that the millions of illegal migrants spilling over our border will be used to backfill Democrat digital vote fraud operations, past, present and future. This information dovetails with the claims of Mike Gill, founder of the Mortgage Specialists, Inc., who says that the headquarters of the deep state's drug trafficking, pedophilia and money laundering operation are in New Hampshire. A long-time personal friend of mine who does not want to be identified, who's a retired special operations marine captain, has a friend who's a DEA agent who's about to retire, who tells him that there is currently a secret war being waged in Mexico between the CIA and the Sinaloa cartel. Incidentally, the author of this, who talks about a personal friend of hers, is Alexandra Bruce. I'm not familiar with that name, but she's a journalist with FKTV. The former, i.e. the CIA, has been controlling the latter, the Sinaloa cartel, and has been working to consolidate the other Mexican drug cartels underneath them. But now they've decided they want to replace the Sinaloa cartel and put the Jalisco Nueva Generacion cartel in charge instead. This may be part of the reason why we're now starting to hear about the Sinaloa cartel's infiltration of large swathes of the U.S. government. It appears that Mexican President Obrador is on the side of the Sinaloa cartel and that China is as well, which may result in Chinese troops fighting CIA forces in Mexico, which the DEA agent tells my friend is a distinct possibility. My friend believes that many of the military-aged men coming across the border are being trained, armed, and in many cases housed on U.S. military bases by the deep state to eventually go to war against U.S. citizens. That's why they're not making the illegals take the death shot. 
This DEA agent also tells my friend that Donald Trump is a figure very much like the character played by James Spader in the TV series The Blacklist. He describes Trump as a super spy who has infiltrated crime networks throughout his adult life. And it's been widely rumoured that Trump was an FBI informant who helped them take down the Cosa Nostra on the East Coast. Maybe Trump really means it when he says that he will obliterate the deep state. We can hope and pray. California Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away this morning and Bioclandestine wrote the most appropriate obituary I have seen. Why is anyone honouring Feinstein? She was one of the most corrupt politicians in America. She employed a Chinese spy for 20 plus years. She served as senator for 31 years. And what did she accomplish? Thank her for her service. She served no one but herself and her donors. Her net worth is $220 million. That she stole from you via insider trading and money laundering. All the while, she allowed California and her district of San Francisco to turn into a drug-infested, 2SLGBTQIA plus homeless zombie apocalypse. When we talk about establishment politicians, she's at the top of the damn list. She's been a senator for 31 years, and under her watch, America has turned into a shithole. Not only did she let it happen, but her left-wing policies made it a possibility. She played a significant role in destroying California and this nation with open-border policies and woke insanity. So spare me with all the rest in peace. She was one of the main reasons we are in the position we are in today. She destroyed America and I wish her no blessings in whatever afterlife she faces. And before anyone says this is partisan, I feel the same way about McCain and any other deep state traitorous rat who bites the dust. The deep state is neither Republican nor Democrat. The Obamas and the Clintons and Dianne Feinstein are all part of the same Bush Nazi deep state cabal. That's why you'll never see Donald Trump standing next to these guys anytime soon. Former CIA contractor Torre Maris had some interesting words this morning. The war is hardly over. However, chinks are already appearing in their armour. As reported by CNN, the DOJ has indicted Smartmatic for rigging an election in the Philippines. And Patrick Byrne says he's involved in the background of this case. And he says that this indictment means that they are done. He says that all the mainstream media articles are making this story about money laundering while overlooking that the money laundering was payment for the election tampering. A U.S. prosecutor in Florida brought this case because a U.S. bank was used to make money transfers in violation of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. He then left the DOJ and he's now working on Patrick Byrne's legal team. Patrick says that this is the most important breach in the opponent's defence since they stole the election on November 3rd, 2020, because the Department of Justice and American Grand Jury has looked at this and said, yes, elections are riggable with these machines, and Smartmatic did it. The same Smartmatic operating system is used in the voting machines produced by Hart, InterCivic, ES&S and Dominion. The question then becomes, why did Fox pay? Because, Patrick says, Fox is dirty. I think you're going to see Fox get sold and that great big payment that was made is actually part of stuff going on. You're going to see Fox sold, I believe, to State Street, the same company that bought Dominion. Huh, wouldn't it be funny if State Street buys Fox? Would that start making any sense to you? Patrick then directly addressed the military and the DOJ. Every part of the American government, you should be going in and telling your boss that given these developments, you have misgivings, that you need guidance, that you need legal guidance. Flood the zone. Flood your internal affairs, guys. Flood your legal departments. Professional responsibility. Ask them for advice. We need you from within to flood the zone up, and if you all do it at once, they can't fire you all. You can start today knowing that you're right. And now it's time for your moment of zen. 
well, that was a pretty comprehensive report, I have to say, and it did cover a lot of the other headlines that have been going on this week, which is very helpful. I just think it's wonderful that all of this is coming to light and the the fact that we've still got this Nazi infiltration in world governments, you know, we've been under the illusion that the Nazis were defeated in World War II. And, of course, those of us who have been awake for a while have, have been aware of this, but hopefully more and more people will wake up to this as they're waking up to all the other um, travesties of justice that have been exposed recently. The last article I want to cover today is from Badlands Media. That's from badlands.substack.com. And this is Money Wars, part one. So he's going to do a series of articles on this subject. The author is Justin Deschamps, and it was published on the 29th. Money dominates our world. We measure our success by counting zeros. We plan relationships around finance. Children are born and immediately beholden to some portion of the national debt, about $78,000 at present. Wars are fought and health care is issued or denied based on it. And bankers increasingly use money, finance and the stock market to wield incredible power over humanity at large. Despite the fact that we have laws against monopolies and other forms of undue power and influence, some get hit with the book, for example, Trump, while others get a free pass. At one time, money might have been a tool for freedom and prosperity, but tools can be misused, especially when we stop training the youth in how to use them ethically. What's the goal of this series? There's a war being waged through our money and financial systems, a war most of us never realised we were fighting, but we are on the battlefield whether we like it or not. And if we want to end the money wars, we need to relearn the truth about money and unlearn the lies we've been told. This series will attempt to do just that. Weaponised money. In Canada, during the 2022 Ottawa protests known as the Freedom Convoy, banks in Canada and elsewhere unlawfully froze the bank accounts of protesters and organisers, according to Viva Free, a Canadian lawyer and commentator. While we cannot confirm who was behind the unprecedented move, it undoubtedly benefited the globalists. Since the Trudeau government couldn't shut down the lawful protests, they chose to do an end run around the rights of their citizens and starve out the protesters by cutting off their money. GoFundMe, a crowdsourced fundraising platform, unilaterally confiscated over $10 million in trucker donations, intending to send the money to charities of their choosing claiming that the funds were going to support white supremacy and hate. In effect, the powers that be used their total control of money and finance to tyrannically go against the will of the people. Every actor from the Canadian government to GoFundMe to the banks involved are all guilty of one of the highest crimes known to man, breach of trust and contract, a violation of fiduciary duty or being an accomplice therewith. Keep this in mind because later in this series I'll show precisely how to tell that the existing state of our financial system is without a doubt unlawful and a violation of the very heart of what it means to be a civilised society. Here's another example of how the financial system is used as a weapon against freedom, trust and the rule of law. In mid-2023, Ken Paxton, a Texas Attorney General, was impeached and his salary unilaterally suspended due to the seriousness of the crimes under investigation, the prosecution alleged. The prosecution used taxpayer money to fund a secret investigation and later to hire attorneys to prosecute Paxton. They denied Paxton access to public funds for his own defence even common criminals are entitled to a defence paid for by the state. On Memorial Day weekend, the, the impeachment was quietly pushed through and a legal process was used to freeze Paxton's pay and slap him with a gag order. 
In effect, the powers that be used money to prevent a man who was later acquitted of all charges to defend himself. These are just two examples of systemic problems. Under the excuse of money, finance and the market, all manner of frauds, unlawfulness, illegalities and tyranny is imposed upon free people everywhere. We the people have in effect ceded the financial battleground to liars, cheaters and fraudsters. But because it happens via the free market, the people have falsely believed it's unfair but not unlawful or wrong. It's all three, unfair, unlawful and wrong. We have to acknowledge the elephant in the living room. A millionaire can afford lawyers to get a fair trial, hopefully, while the average Joe has essentially no ability to pay for their right to equal treatment under the law that we supposedly place in such high regard in this country and in the world in general. We're told we have some of the most advanced healthcare in history, and yet if you can't afford it, you won't receive it. Socialism and communism, in part, became so popular because deep down everyone knows the truth, that our world is a debt-slave plantation where money and finance have become the modern-day shackles and whips of the technocratic age. A single flame in the darkness. There's a dark room, pitch black, you can't see anything when inside. Light a single candle with a pathetic little flame and all the big bad darkness runs screaming out of the room. Anyone got a light? How did it get this way? Is there anything we can do about it? When did our money and financial systems become tools of tyranny and oppression? What exactly are the scams that occur throughout the financial system? The answers to these questions are not only mind-blowing to read about, but provide actionable intelligence we can use to safeguard our future. There's a war being waged. The weapons are digital, the casualties financial, and the suffering ubiquitous. It's a war that touches people of all lands, and yet it's one that only a handful of people see and still fewer have the courage to fight. I had a friend when I was in college. Their room was a disaster. They never cleaned it, literally. Old plates, soda cans, ashtrays filled to the brim and a persistent sense that you're getting sick just standing in the doorway. It took years of not cleaning to get it to that point. But in one weekend, and a little encouragement from his significant other, he was able to completely turn things around. He had a clean room again. The good news is that when it comes to any form of corruption, things can be turned around very quickly once we acknowledge the collective mess we're sitting in. Let me be clear. The technical details about money might be boring and dry, which I will endeavour to make interesting for you. The powers that be want you to roll your eyes and tune out thinking it's boring. That's how we got here in the first place. If you can commit to gaining key knowledge and understanding, you can join the ranks of fighters who will one day restore sanity and the rule of law to our world, including fixing our broken and weaponized monetary system. The great con. A good con has key elements. The con artist is the guy who initiates and orchestrates the scam. The mark or target is the victim who is deceived, the target of the weaponized messaging and communications. The pitch is the story the con artist uses to gain the trust of the mark, often a mix of true statements to make the false ones go down easily. The hook is the element of the con that entices the mark, usually something that's wanted or needed. The play is the main thrust of the con, where the mark is manipulated into doing something that benefits the con artist, like handing over money or bank account information. The misdirection is the part of the con job that assists the con artist in hiding his true intentions and objectives from the mark. When it comes to our financial system, it is, from top to bottom, a sophisticated misdirection. A good hook for a con is both believable and unverifiable. It contains some portion of truth that obscures the greater truth of the con itself. The con artist's job is to make the mark fixate on what he can get out of the deal, a carrot on a stick. So much so, the mark avoids investigating the misdirection na narrative. The bait is so enticing to the mark, they don't want to ruin it by investigating or being sceptical. 
This is exactly where the con artist wants the mark. With respect to our financial system, there are parts of it that work well enough which are designed to distract us from its corruption. For instance, if you have $1,000 in the bank and you pay a bill for $60 using banking bill pay, the bank reliably calculates and shows an accurate transaction. You see the $60 charge and the reduction of bank balance to $940. When it comes to accurate accounting and math, the banksters do a good job. This is critical to pulling off the great con that is our financial system as a whole. Most of the day-to-day -day transactions in banking, such as debit and credit card charges, check payments, wire transfers, auto payments, and so on, are generally above board and accurate. Since they work, we tend to assume the rest of the financial system is above board. The same method happens in medicine. When you break your leg or cut yourself, you get reliably good triage and care. This instills confidence so that you blindly accept other things that aren't so good, like toxic mRNA jabs. As a teaser for some of the things we'll cover in this series, let's talk about something we're all familiar with, loans and credit. When you go into a bank and apply for a loan, we tend to believe that the bank has the money somewhere. If we need a $100,000 loan for a new home, we fill out a loan application with the bank, which upon approval, the loan amount is transferred to our bank account or whatever place it needs to go. You might think that the money was safely and securely in the vault or digitally stored in their Federal Reserve cash account for the bank, but you'd be wrong. This is a carefully curated illusion. The truth is the bank didn't have the $100,000 on reserve in the vault with the Fed or anywhere. The bank created the money out of thin air after it approved your loan application. Money out of thin air has become a trope in recent history, and it's mostly true but there's actually something more insidious going on. What's really happening is that the bank is converting the money you created by filling out the loan application, acting as a currency exchange house. Your loan application is a form of money which you created in the act of filling out the application. The bank then has the gall to charge you exorbitant interest for money it never had. What's more, if you default or stop making payments, the bank can foreclose on the note and confiscate real property as surety in compensation for money it never had and was never at risk of losing. All that might sound like a poorly researched TikTok video, but as we'll dive into in future installments of this series, this is how it works. And as I've been saying, by understanding this, we can stop it and also have access to a powerful financial tool for our own abundance. The world of finance is made intentionally confusing and befuddling using complicated terms like hypothecation, surety bonds, debentures, annuities, demand, deposit, credit, negotiable instruments, accommodations, so on. It acts like a smokescreen, part of the confusing and hard-to-penetrate narrative of misdirection used by the con artist to stop you from learning the whole truth. Sometimes problems persist because we don't know how to fix them. Other times problems persist because con artists, scammers and bad faith actors use these problems as backdoors to enable their nefarious goals. The good news is that like the founding fathers did in the mid-18th century, once we rediscover the truth about valid money and how it works, we can quickly switch to better systems. Part of the problem is that most people don't know there's a problem. And part of the reason people don't know there's a problem is because we don't know what money is, where it comes from, and how it's supposed to work correctly. Welcome to Money Wars. So it'd be interesting to see what he comes up with in the rest of the series. I mean, we always say, you know, if you want to know what's really going on, follow the money. And I think this is a very important series that is going to be educating people into the real nature of the financial system, not only in the US, but actually across probably Europe and the UK and even the world. So that's all I have time for this week. I think we are definitely going through the... Um, the great reveal of all this information about corruption and so on. So people are waking up in their droves more and more, which is great news, even though it sometimes feels like, you know, torture that we're going through this. But I think we just have to keep our eye on the prize. 
So I hope you've enjoyed this week's Cosmic Creating show and you'll join me for another show next Saturday. And I'd like to thank Nancy Hopkins for producing and Derek Condit for sponsoring Cosmic Reality Radio. And until next time, stay well, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw, updating current reality, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you.